here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.2 FM in Tohoyando. Thank you very much uh, for staying with us right here on Life Happens. This is Pimelo Modena with you until 3 o'clock. Now, on this feature, I am in a conversation with Colleen Larson, who is a chief executive of Business Engage. She's in studio with me. Good afternoon, Colleen. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, Pamela. Nice to be here with you. What's Engage? Well, Engage is really the connecting the dots. And I think, you know, we've always driven... Um, we've always driven women's issues, women empowerment, and for us, there's a lack of connecting the dots between people and between corporates that uh, that really has not allowed us to see the results that we're looking at in terms of women empowerment. So the whole thing about Business Engage is to bring people together and connect the dots and really engage on topics rather than just become a talk shop. So the, the big key thing here and the key selling point of your business is to try and assist many of these companies who will be either JSE listed or are hoping to be listed or are on that listing to be compliant and mm-hmm. to to bring women up. What's the, what's the target? 30% apparently? Well, 30% is, you know, uh, we are the custodians for an cam- international campaign called the 30% Club. But it's not a target that we're looking at. It really is it's international research has proven that once a minority voice has got 30%, it's a level to which you can influence conversations. So if you've got three women in a board of 10, it's that tipping point. So so it's not really a target we're looking looking to achieve. And And, and what does the tipping point achieve? Why is it important to be more inclusive of women in your board? Well, it's the diversity that makes business sense. I mean, if you look at the buying decisions that um, that families make, if you look at the number of women we've got in this, this um, the, especially in South Africa, you know, you turn around and you think, well, if you are making decisions when you haven't brought your stakeholders along, it's a, it's a little bit senseless. It doesn't really make business sense. So for us, it really is about looking at it. You can't take gender diversity out of the overall diversity conversation. It just so happens that our expertise is on the gender. And so we really strive to collaboratively with about 76 corporates now on board, work together. Uh, You know, it's not just one corporate working on their own. It really is about sharing best practice and all mobilizing together so that it becomes more, it becomes easier when you're telling the stories about 76 corporates rather than one lone corporate that's trying to make a change. Is there a genuine willingness to to diversify and and to also empower? I think there is. I mean, you know, it's 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 not going to happen overnight. It really isn't. But I think we have to really challenge the conversation because I think we've really been positioning this whole um, conversation around male bash- bashing, woe is us because of all of the other people at the top, rather than turn around saying, this is where we want to go to. These are the steps and doing it more from a positive perspective. I mean, even with regards to our whole modus operandi is not to walk into a corporate and say, you have not done. Um, because that just gets their backs up and they turn around and say, well, we've got bigger fresh to fry. It really is about inspiring them and motivating them and sharing best practice and saying it's not so difficult. You know, come along for the ride. And the minute you actually start seeing a little glimmer of hope within the organization, they'll turn around and say, well, we've, we've really succeeded on that. Let's go a bit further. And does that position come with the paycheck? 
Not necessarily. Yeah. Not so. necessarily. Um, I, I think there's, there's, you know, you've got to actually believe in yourself and you've got to actually know what your worth is, you know, as, a, as an individual woman. And, um, you know, and yes, we know about the gender pay gap and we know all of that. But, you know, it's, it's things like change what you can right now. Get on that journey and look forward to, I think, also what we need to realize is we're trying to make the world a better place for the next generation coming through. So it might not happen in our lifetime, but definitely with the next generation. I'm so sad. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you've just completely depressed me right now. And, and I, I want to take this conversation further. And I'm going to open the lines also to you and, and just to open it up because I'm curious about why not. Mm. Why not? So why is it that it's got to be the next generation that gets the right thing done? Why is it that it's lip service? Why is it that it's good to be seen to be promoting women, but actually you're not really committing to it? And maybe those who are at the helm can tell us why mm. it's it's not okay for them to pay a woman equally to the, the guy that's just left the very same chair who's doing exactly the same thing. I'm very curious about why is it that it's taking so long for us to get on the same page around that 0891-104-207. Here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> SAFM. 106.2 FM in Tohoyando. I'm in conversation with Colleen Larson. She's a chief executive of Business Engage. Now, Business Engage is an exciting and an innovative organization at the forefront of strategic thinking on gender mainstreaming in the private sector. And she's just unpacked that for us. And before we went to the ad break, Colleen was explaining to me, was about to explain to me, why is it that the position doesn't come with a paycheck, for instance, when we try and elevate this, the, the, the women? I think, uh, you know, we've got to actually, it's, it's what we've got to ask for. Um, you know, I think we all know the issues of what we haven't had in the past, what we haven't been really happy with. And it's something that we have to go ahead and, and be bold enough to step out and ask for it. I think often we, we actually get into the thing of, oh, well, that's our lot. You know, that's what it was always been. And rather, and I think we need to challenge that. Um, you know, and, and push those boundaries. Um, I think often we don't have the experience on pushing those, those boundaries enough, but it is something that we need to, to look at pushing. So, so 76% of the companies that you are engaging with are, are willing mm. partners and mm. participants. They want women to be elevated. 76 large corporates. Yeah. Okay. 76 yeah. large corporates. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Mm. And, and they are, they're sold. Mm. They know that this is a good thing. Mm. They are on, on, on the table and they're doing the right yeah. thing. When mm. you genuinely engage with them, because you're not threatening, mm. your language is not threatening, yeah. what, what do they say? Why, what's the problem? Why can't they do the same thing and pay the women who they're giving positions to equally to men? I don't, I mean, we, we don't actually um, get into a huge debate on that. And I think that's exactly where, uh, from a business engaged perspective, what we'd rather do is address the solutions. Okay. So, so where you, uh, where a lot of people go along the negative, the gender pay gap, there's an issue with it. What is happening? What we prefer to do is position ourselves, what, what is the solution to that? And it is something that we do go in and engage with, with corporates and, and with individuals because the individuals have to rise to it. Um, so, um, so for us, it really is about upskilling the women, about how do you, how do you ask for that? 
how do you step in and negotiate for that uh, that pay rise? How do you actually present yourself and, and say, you know, I know that in terms of my current um, position that I'm in, this is what the going rate is. You know, so I think, you know, that is that is more the conversation we need to have because unless the women are are confident to step into that that position of negotiation, um, you'll you won't you will never see the change. You know, I think I think most most corporates, I think if you push the boundaries and if we stand together as as a collective with both men and women understanding that the diversity makes the business sense. You will, and I mean, we have seen seen a lot of success in terms of some of the th- issues that we have been tackling. So, so the strategy right now is to push. Mm. It's not going to come. I, I don't think it's just going to come. And I mean, it's got nothing to do with the men. It's about a, um, it's about a system that has been structured for for a number of years. So I think it's something. It's not. It's about really understanding what you need to do to change. And then having those critical conversations to make those changes happen, um, we were we were quite shocked. It's it's also when you become aware of something that you can change it. So in one of the policies, I won't re- mention the name. Yes, yes. Um, we had we were talking about maternity, mm-hmm. and um, it just so happened that one of our senior leaders was uh, looking into the maternity policy because her employee was going on maternity. And in the policy, it stated that when you go away on maternity, when you come back, you're not guaranteed your position. Mm. And they looked into all similar um, organizations who are in the same sector, and every single one of them had that. Now, because we know about it, we can actually tackle it, and we can tackle it as a collective and say that is not good enough. But it, there are a number of things that are unknown that, that just go under the radar until you really pull them up. I mean, I'm stunned. I'm sitting here looking at you and I'm, my, my jaw is about to drop because one wonders then when, when that kind of thing comes up and then there is a conversation about change of policy, what kind of response do you get? You know, I, I think it's something that we recently discovered that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll have to let you know once we start having the conversation. But I think, you know, if you look at um, we've now started a board masterclass series. And um, if you look at those 10 women that are going through that, I would say I would quite safely say that they will never, ever, ever take them their worth for granted. And, and they we will see them in the highlights. Um, it is giving them the tools that are necessary and and then connecting those with so every one of the corporates that that do do the sections in our board masterclass series are the ones looking for positions are the ones looking for um, the talent that is coming through so we actually that is what I'm saying we actually connect those dots. So we get the women in place with those corporates and because of the conversation it comes away from a that sort of, you know, what has been in the past, what am I expecting as an individual leader? What is this that I'm, and if I'm going to be the opportunity for you, what do I want in return? And so, so all I'm saying is that in terms of the women ah, that we, we are bringing through. I, I love what you've just said, mm. because I think you've highlighted something that women don't often see in themselves. Mm. They are themselves the opportunity. Absolutely. And, absolutely, and I, that's not how it's framed. Yeah, often. absolutely, and it's, they've got to understand. It's you've been that. given a chance, you know, you've been given a favor, you've been done mm. a favor for, and so on. It's it's not you 
are actually the opportunity for the business. No, absolutely. And you bring bring what the company's looking for. So so you mustn't undersell yourself. Um, you know, and, and understand that, understand that, that you're bringing, and if you have the right conversations and if you're positioning, positioning you as unique you, um, the company will actually reach out to make sure you're on board. How, how much more difficult is it to have that conversation if you've been in the business for 10 years, for argument's sake? In other words, you know the lay of the land, they kind of know you well enough, mm-hmm. and actually they, they've been taking you for granted for a while. It's harder, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's, it's absolutely harder. But, you know, I think a lot of women try and tackle those conversations on their own. Yeah. And it's, well, I'm in this and it's up to me. And, and you can't do it on your own. You can, there's nothing you can really do um, on your own in this scenario. It's got to actually be a collective. And as I said to you early on when we were chatting, we've got to bring the men along in the conversation. Because what happens is a lot of these conversations we have as women, and Do we have enough willing sponsors? Mm, absolutely. I mean, with our um, with our uh, the program that we've got. I mean, if you look at the seventy six corporates, yep. most of them are men, and most of them are willing to to actually spend that time. Okay. So then, how how do you then begin that journey? Do you do you kind of sit on your own and say, how do I upskill or you kind of start networking and saying, I need a support group and people who will propel me forward. You need to get connected to the right groups because there are a number of organizations where you'll go and participate and it will be negative and all the rest. You've got to get in the right groups and you've got to actually be inspired to achieve more. Um, You know, and and I think each one brings their own their own unique self. So if you're going to bring that, not only are you going to benefit, but you're actually going to benefit somebody else, um, you know, that is looking for just what you bring. So so what we say is get connected and and really understand what you need to do to achieve what you want to achieve. And, and don't be shy to ask. A lot of women believe that if I go and ask Uh, for help or if I ask for a mentor if I ask well you know then I'm not really achieving what I should be achieving and that's so wrong because each woman no matter how high you you get in the organization everybody needs a year and and should you be looking internally or externally both both you've got to have you've got to have your internal um, network um, but external is also good. I mean, a lot of the work that we do, we bring the corporates together to network across corporates because often when you're in an organization, you can get what they call groupthink. And um, so that external allows you to see a different side of things and perhaps get a fresh perspective. I mean, what is it that you wish we knew about ourselves? I think if we... we, we you know, how how really brave we are, how really fantastic we are as, as women. You know, I think we always um, see ourselves through the eyes of somebody else and what we, what we are expected to be. Instead of just really being ourselves and, and bringing and understanding that each of us brings that unique, that uniqueness. And um, so, yeah, and I think, I think if you look at what we've been through, what we've we really are absolutely phenomenal human beings. So I imagine somebody walking into this interview who is responding to an, you know, who's just applied and they have said, you know, you need to be X, Y, Z. They fulfill that criteria and mm. then they get to the money bit. Mm. 
And so ordinarily, you'll probably have HRSA sending your previous payslip, blah, 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 fish paste. Your previous payslip doesn't look good Mm -hmm. because you've been undermined all your life. So you are underpaid. And then you have this conversation. And then they sit here looking at your payslip. How does that conversation, how is it meant to go as opposed to how it has always been going? Well, you know, quite interesting. I was at a coffee shop one day and there was a lady clearly having an interview behind me. And um, it went through all of the bases until it got to, well, well, what salary are you looking for? And she turned around and said, I don't know. "Um, I don't know, but I really, I don't (laughs) want to ask too much. And I thought... Well, that's a very, very good start, (laughs) you know, and that's what I say. I mean, you know, you've got to walk in there. You can't just walk in there and say, we have been programmed that way. Women think modesty is a virtue. Absolutely. And this is what I'm saying. You can't walk into that interview. If you want to up your salary, you've got to walk in with your homework done and know how to negotiate that that salary. I mean, they they and um, and I, I mean, I'm just thinking people are listening, mm. right? And and that is so familiar yeah. to many women. Yeah. So what is the conversation? So you know what people are getting. You know that yeah. you've done the homework. Yeah. It's the question that suddenly gets you in a tiz, and it suddenly gets your stomach knotted, and it beca- it suddenly you can't speak. Yeah. Mm. But that's that's why I always say to women. Do your dry runs with somebody outside of that. Because what happens is we walk in and that is the first conversation we have. So I often recommend that a woman actually gets, even if it's for a month, get a mentor that can listen to you and just guide you in terms of how you're going to position that. Because the the thing is, is there is a set salary structure. We all know it. There's a set salary structure. But it doesn't mean to say you can't challenge that. But you've got to understand how what you bring and you've got to actually be able to negotiate. If you're not going to get that salary, what do I expect? Am I going to ask you that, yes, I will actually achieve A, B, and C, and then I want retrospective? Or do you want to say, well, I want flexibility? Or do you want to say something? But you've got to understand how each decision you make in terms of your salary impacts on your salary. How do you know that you're not talking your way out of the job? If it's what you what you really want, if it's a job you really want, if it's a job you really want and you've done your homework as to what you bring to that job and what is required and you can actually position it on your benefit for that business, there are a number of companies that will have that conversation with you and not be there to trip you up. It is the companies where it's, it's where you are trying to get a position because you want to actually get an increased salary. It's just like any of us want to actually increase our salary. But if it is that particular job that you bring the unique benefit and you can actually position that benefit that nobody else can, you know, there are a number of companies that will have that conversation with you. And does it mean if the conversation goes like, we don't have the money, mm. right? So upfront, they tell you, we do not, we really like you, mm-hmm. right? We don't have the money. And that's where it starts. We, we cannot move further than X. What happens there? Well, then it's a decision. Do you say on principle, well, I'm sorry. 
No, it's, it's, you know, it's a negotiated uh, settlement. A negotiation is a meeting of the mutual meeting of the minds. So if it is a salary, if it's a job that you really want, and I think, you know, also it doesn't always boil down to, to money. I mean, I if I look at my career, um, I had a decision. Do I go back into the corporate environment or do I stay with what, I, what I'm doing and running a nonprofit? I mean, I had a very, very successful career in the financial services industry. And everybody said to me, Colleen, you mad. Go back into the financial services industry. You know, you'll make a lot more money. But that for me wasn't fulfillment. For me, the fulfillment was the impact on a day-to-day basis. Sure, Colleen. What a beautiful conversation. <laughs> Difficult, but beautiful. Thank you so much for coming in, Colleen Larson, Chief Executive of Business Engage. That conversation will be available as a podcast. I sure as hell I'm going to be going back and listening some more. Thank you for coming in. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, Pimena.